Hi, folks. So this podcast is recorded generally in a house with animals, and so noises happen. The other thing to mention is that we mark things explicit because we swear a lot, not because of anything, you know, of uh, explicit actual content. This podcast is generally rated PG-13, just iTunes and the rest of them only have two settings, clean and explicit, and we can't qualify as clean because we swear a lot. Anyway, that's that. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 92. If all is going according to plan, Ursula and I are currently in China. I am pre-recording a bunch of episodes so that you guys don't miss out on these great interviews I recorded. And so I'm just going to go straight to this interview I did with V. Medina, which was absolutely just a lot of fun. And uh, we'll go into that in just a second. I do need to give you a content warning on this one, and that is that there are frank discussions of self-harm. There's a suicide mention, poverty, and mental illness. So you've been warned. Uh, you can skip ahead, I guess, to the end of the episode to get the badge code. I'm not going to blame you on that one. So here's my interview with V, and we'll see you after this. Hi, folks. I am here with uh, V. Medina. Am I saying that right? You are. All right. All right. I'm here with V. Medina today, and we're going to talk about how she stays productive. They. They. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. 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 So how they stay productive. See, people, I can learn. Um, All right. So can you do a better job introducing yourself than I just did and (laughs) tell us about what you do? Sure. Okay. Um, hi, I'm V Medina. I am a speculative fiction writer and I do other things in my spare time like tarot readings and anything else that I can do to bring in a little bit of income. Okay. <laughs> I've done ghost writing. I've, I've, um, I'm trying to think what I've done ghost writing. I've done, I've actually done a little bit of sex work. I've done, okay. um, I've done tarot readings. I've done bone and di- other kinds of divination readings. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of different stuff. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna. You are now uh, breaking the silicone latex ceiling. Uh, <laughs> you're the first person who's done sex work who's been on the show. So oh, good okay. on you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not gonna. No, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just one of those one of those milestones. Like I've been trying to find or or get people who are either in the industry or were in the industry to talk mm-hmm. to me about how they keep themselves organized, and uh, no one's been answering my calls, as it were. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's like musicians. I keep I keep asking these different musicians, and uh, I guess I, I'm just not big enough to blip on their radar yet. So right. w- we'll see. Anyway, so you you do a lot of things. You said you you do a lot of little things to to bring yeah. in income. Mm-hmm. So how do you keep all of that organized? Um, lists, 
reminders, making to-done lists, which Ooh. are to-do lists, but <laughs> more fun for me. Um, I do, I, I have, so one of the things I do is trying a lot of different kinds of organizational systems mm -hmm. because my brain does not latch onto one for very long. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where I keep having to flutter from system to system to system. Mm -hmm. And, uh, between that and trying to find stuff that does not work for me so I can figure out what does work for me. I find that like, it's just the thing because yeah. a lot of like, I, I want to be a person who writes stuff down. <laughs> I want to be so badly and I am not. And not everybody is. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I actually, well, one of the reasons that I have trouble with this is I am blind. Okay. Um, that is something I should have said up front, but I meant to say that up front. No, that's okay. I am, yeah. I am, I am legally blind. I am mm -hmm. like, I can't see anything out of one eye and I can kind of read things out of the other, but not really. <laughs> um, and one of the things that I have found is that I can't read black text on a white background. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, it's too high contrast, right? Right. Yep. I need to do, um, I, it's, it's funny cause it's, it's, it's too high contrast, but I can do white text on a black background. So okay. yeah, what, what, done, what they can't, about. well, I was gonna say what they can't see at home is me, like the gears turning in my head as I'm thinking that through. Okay. That's like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, but what I have found is actually, hold on. I can, do I have it here? Um, let me see. I do. I do. I have a little black notebook with black pages and I get gel pens and I write when I need to write stuff down, I write it on in gel pens in black, in a black notebook. I, I have one of those. A friend of mine gave it to me because it was, because it was goth. And then yeah, I, right. Right. And that, but then I had to find a gel pen that would let me write on it and it wouldn't just disappear into the paper. Mm -hmm. White, white gel pens. I can, um, I will give you the brand that I use Yeah. at some point and, uh, mm -hmm. they, they're great for them. They're, they, they write really well. So, I, I just I, picked up gold and silver. Gold and silver are great too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, it's, I try a lot of different systems and I try a lot mm -hmm. of different things and it's trial and error is really important to me as a life motto. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons why I've tried so many different things with getting income too. It's just, I have to try and see what works and my vision is fluctuating. Right. So it is, it's, it's trial and error for what will work that day. What will not mm -hmm. work that day. Mm -hmm. I have, um, this it's a magnifier. It's a dome magnifier. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I can, it lets me read sometimes, but not all the time, but not all the time. Yeah. It would be too easy if it lets you read all the time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I think I just tangented a little bit, and I'm very sorry about no, that. No, 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 that, that's fine. That's fine. But, I mean, we're we're talking about how you keep yourself organized, but right. that naturally, because of all the different strategy, that strategies you have, yeah. yeah, dovetails into what systems and habits are valuable to you. And I, you've already touched on trial and error. That's, yeah. that's like that is the habit that keeps you going. Yeah, basically. Right. It is. Um, I find that it's just so much easier for me to, like, Try something. If it fails, it fails. I like fail faster. Oh, absolutely. Right. I love fail faster because it just, it, it keeps me going. It, it reminds me that, well, there's always something new to try. And mm -hmm. luckily there is always something new to try. Uh, believe me, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, right now I've, uh, I've got, uh, I, I, I'm trying the Microsoft to do. Oh, 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 yeah. And, um, I actually really like that because it has a dark mode. Yep. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who does not know that it has a dark mode and it is my friend there. And, uh, now OSX. Uh, app mm. Mac OS has dark mode and I know. the apps are slowly converting. Uh, Slack is, uh, beta testing their dark mode on their mobile <gasps> app. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a Slack for operations people and there are people from Slack operations mm -hmm. on the Slack which is, you know, and it's just like one of the guys was complaining about a lack of dark mode. And suddenly he's like, here's the beta key. Tell us what you think. Fantastic. Right. I, yes. Yeah. So, but, so that's coming. Oh, that's great. You know, and I notice it's uh, lots of apps are, are starting to do it more and more. And for, for in my case, so the automatic switching between daytime and nighttime between mm -hmm. light and dark mode is really nice. I bet that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, something that I would recommend if you have issues that like it's not a full on dark mode, but have mm -hmm. flux. Oh yeah. Flux really good for me too. Sometimes because when I, when it doesn't have a dark mode, I can always turn off the blue light and it'll help mm -hmm. be, be quite so contrasty and painful on my eyes. Oh, uh, well, since, uh, my, my only Mac at the moment is my recording machine. The okay. one we're using right now, everything else is Linux or Chrome OS. Right. At the moment. So, or, you know, Android because my phone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, Flux, when I was on a Mac laptop full time, Flux was great. Flux for Microsoft too. Oh, does they have it for Microsoft now too? Oh, yep. nice. They have it for Windows too. Yeah. Because uh, I'm on a Windows machine. Yeah. I mean, I guess they don't have it for Ubuntu yet. I don't know. I can, <laughs> I can look it up and tell you it's a point I'm, if you want. I'm pretty sure they don't. It's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figure it's not, but you know what? You never know, and it doesn't hurt to check. Uh, yeah, and I think I saw, I started, I'm starting to see some settings come through on the desktops to to do that sort of thing anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, because while, you know, it's more secure sometimes on these little UI features, you know, my Linux boxes aren't quite as up to date as the others. But, right. you know. Okay, so so tangent, yeah, um, systems and habits and, and things that make you more productive, dark mode being one of them. <laughs> um, dark mode and the need to feed my cats. Oh, and they're not going to let you off the hook on that one. Right, they, they, are, they are my systems habits for keeping me on track, because if I don't do anything to bring any money in, then we don't have food for the cats, and the cats will eat us. I at least don't have to worry about that with the chickens. There you go. Yeah. I mean, the cats, yeah, they, I'll be outside on, you know, hiding from the cats and hoping the chickens are getting enough worms. Right. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also, I kind of, I will occasionally transplant my brain to someone else. Just be like, please remind me of these things. Be be my personal reminder. My partner mm -hmm. is very, very good in understanding about being like, have you done this? Yeah. You should do this. Meds. Meds especially. I, Ursula is very fond of saying that if I wanted to poison her, it would be very easy because she doesn't know what her meds need to be on a day to day. I'm the one who fills her pill cases every day. I'm the one who makes sure that she takes both sets most of the time. Mm -hmm. And anytime there's a change in what a pill is shaped like, or, or mm -hmm. you know, whether like one of the vitamins is changed from a, a, a solid to a gel cap or something, she's yeah. like, what is going on here? Why is this here? And, okay. 
It has changed, oh no. Yeah, it's a different brand of vitamin D this time, dear. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, okay, I don't care if this stays in or not. I'm going to be honest here. Mm-hmm. I have actually had problems with overdosing. Oh, yeah. Um, I am, I am, I am extremely, I have extreme amounts of depression, anxiety, and right, other mental right. illnesses. And uh, I can't, I don't keep my meds anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sort of as a safety thing. As a safety, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a safety thing. And uh, I have five to seven days of meds in my thing and a few anxiety pills. And that's it. Yep. And the rest are in a lockbox because I am extremely impulsive mm-hmm. and I am regularly suicidal. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so the lockbox, the lockbox become very important. I mean, in our case, right. um, I mean, I sit down and I fill out the seven days for each of us and then put the rest away. We don't quite have it in a lockbox, but I, I make sure that it's not mm-hmm. on the counter where in that mistaken moment, she can't say, Oh, did I take my, right? you know, Oh, I need to take a, maybe I'll take another one. And then she's had two and, mm-hmm. uh, Oh God, she forgot her, her antidepressant last week. And it just wrecked her. It, it fucks everything up. Yeah. It fucks everything yeah. up. Um, no, I, und- and I understand that. And I mm-hmm. go through those because sometimes every now and then our sleep schedules get off sync out of sync. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will think I've taken my meds. No, I haven't. It's been three days. Three days is my limit. I can't go more than three days without taking my meds. I know this now right. because of bad experiences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's safer and it's more, it's, it gives everybody peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and these are still coping strategies to make sure you get stuff done. Right. Exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say is yeah. I can't get stuff done when I am cripplingly depressed. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and Will Wheaton, I, I don't know if you, you read his stuff, is talking about how he has been having a major depressive episode the last couple of months mm-hmm. in a very recent blog post. And, and he discusses some of that, that, yeah, things aren't getting done even though, or hadn't right. been getting done even though. And people who haven't experienced it don't, always mm-hmm. grasp it how how mm-hmm. you know how bad it is mm-hmm. you know? no it's it's very true it's mm-hmm. it's one of the things i actually appreciate you guys because one of the things that you've done is just been very very honest about your mental health issues and it's it's a great comfort to know that well i'm not alone hurrah yeah. <laughs> well i and i uh, that was that's part of why we do it because we don't want to feel alone either Right. And honestly, given what we do and some of my job history and whatever, it's like, I might as well be open. Right. I, you know, if I'm going for a federal job, they're going to be like, and what's this medicine for right here? I, mm-hmm. Nope. Everybody knows. It's cool. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I've made it a point in my life to try and be more open and honest with people because mm-hmm. I find that it, I isolate by nature. Right. And so to combat that isolation, I open myself mm-hmm. up more and people come and check in on me and make sure I'm okay. And that is a way to make sure that I am still functional because right. I may not realize I'm sliding down, mm-hmm. but someone else will say, Hey, you're not doing very well right now. Are you okay? My partner mm-hmm. does this for me all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, you realize you're sliding down, right? You're not doing very much. You're not getting out of bed the way you should be, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're right. I haven't done anything recently. Have I? Yeah. What's going on here? And then I start breaking down, well, what's changing? What's going on? What is my brain doing that I need to sit there and think, okay, this is something I need to try and break out of change or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what you've got there is is uh you're you're describing a really good shared accountability. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that you're you're holding yourself accountable, they're holding you accountable, mm-hmm. uh, you're holding them accountable, and it's yeah, it's yeah. it's and you're also uh, opening up some of your vulnerability to your friends, which is incredibly brave, uh, <laughs> especially given the the social stigma around all of this stuff that you know we're fighting in our own little way, just with our oh, little yeah. podcasts. You know. It's- yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what it comes right down to is I I do the things that scare me. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. I I do. I um, am uh, one of the many things I am is a recovering agoraphobic. Okay. Oh, I did not. I um, mm-hmm. I, my senior year of high school, I basically did not leave my house. That um, would make high school difficult. Well, I uh, I did homebound learning. Oh, okay. So it was. I was I was skipping classes mm-hmm. all through since I started high school into my senior year. I just skipped my courses pretty much and did what I had to do to pass. Gotcha. And then they realized um, when I was 16, I had mm-hmm. a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. And my mother said, oh, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not functioning well anymore. No. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And uh, that kind of kick-started my agoraphobia because I just didn't mm-hmm. leave. I, 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 I needed to be able to have control over the spaces that I could. Mm-hmm. And exiting those spaces meant absolute and utter terror for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't functioning. So, you know, one of the, one of the, actually one of the things that I picked up is um, talking to people online and stuff like that, because they would check in on me and they would keep me accountable and stuff yeah. like that rather than like having to go out and see physical friends and stuff like I, I've had mm-hmm. some friends. One of my friends was my former roommate actually, mm-hmm. who was very good and very nice and stuck with me through all of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was a dear. She, she still is. Um, mm-hmm. But it's 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 doing it's you can only be for me anyway because not mm-hmm. everyone is like this i can only be so scared for so long right um and that is not everybody that is that is not everybody i understand that but like i get very angry and frustrated with myself when there's something i want to do that i can't do okay yeah oh yeah and that is a motivator and that is a pusher for me to do things and mm-hmm. get things done honestly because there's a thing I can't do. I want to learn how to do it. I want to try and do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, well, the the only the closest we've got here is Ursula and art techniques. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can do that art technique. No, you can't, sweetie. Oh, yes, I can. Let me watch me. <laughs> she'll do it twice, and then she'll be bored with it and done. Right. Which is why, she, you know, but she proved to everybody and herself that she could do it. Right. 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 Um, I uh, I take pictures. I have an Instagram. Yay. Fact, you know, and it's one of those things where I had to get over my fear of taking pictures. Right. Because I am, I'm blind and I don't want people. I, I'm, I feel like people are going to be like, what, what the hell are they doing? Taking pictures? Why are they drawing? Why are they doing this, that, and the other? They, right. you know, there's no point in doing it, but I wanted to do it. I like doing mm-hmm. it. So I do it. Yeah. No. And there's, there's, uh, there's a big thing about, or there has been in recent years, a big thing about gatekeepers. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think not just the, uh, there was the whole fake geek girl thing, which really started right. bringing it to the, to the forefront, but there is, there are like two sides to it. One are the, the gatekeepers who say, well, you, there's no way you can do that because of X. Mm-hmm. Right. The other side of it though, are the, and I'm, I am making this up as I go. So bear with me here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I just yeah. my headphones. Hold on. 
it's it's okay. I I do that too. There we go. We're yeah, good. yeah. No, I was gonna say the the other side of it though is there's almost like another set of gatekeepers who are just gonna be who are almost condescending in it. In the oh, look, you drew a picture, and isn't that amazing? You're right. a blind person. You know, no, they're just let all that go and let a person do the art they want to do. Let a person enjoy the things they want to enjoy. Exactly. Without you know either pandering or standing in front of them going you're not allowed to do that right yeah and it's it's one of those things where i've learned how to take i so saw I, I one of the other things i used to do was act i did acting in high school and i did acting uh through, mm-hmm. through most of my childhood actually you know and it's i knew whatever career i got into i had to get used to rejection <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It was yeah. just going to be a thing. I mm-hmm. I was doomed for it. So I'm I'm fine if you want to say that's not good, that's not great, but don't tell me I can't do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, unless it's like literally you can't do it because you're on the other side of the planet from it. Right. Although mm-hmm. I do have to say something I have done is drive a car. They. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how how terrifying was that for everybody involved? I mean. My, my uncle let me drive a car, let me drive his big ass car. I yeah. mowed over, I almost mowed over a mailbox and I almost hit some kids, but I did not hit anything. And then yeah. I ran home, pulled my partner and was thrilled by it. <laughs> no, I, I actually have a friend who is, um, literally has no sight in one of his eyes and mm-hmm. he drives a motorcycle. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's terrifying. He he was explaining to me what I, it would need to do to to replicate this sort of experience, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you may be the most daredevil person I know in the flesh, and <laughs> you know, and I eat crazy food for uh, a li- right. well, it's not a living, but you know. What I mean. <laughs> no, I mm-hmm. um, I do, I do. I was a. Pr- I always love hearing stories like that because it's like, mm-hmm. yes. Do the thing. Don't <laughs> kill anyone in the process, but do the thing. <laughs> um, it's actually, it's funny. One of the things that we used to do in a, when I was in school, I was in, I went to school in Florida and they have these programs for visually impaired kids. Mm-hmm. Where they let you do things like go and drive go-karts. Oh, wow. Great. I mean, like I yeah. have a lot of feelings about my, my schools and things mm-hmm. like that. But that is one of the things I've always really been grateful for is that they let us go drive go-karts. They took us bowling. They took us to go pet penguins. They took oh, they right on different stuff. Yeah. It was great. And penguins do not feel the way you think they're going to feel when you're touching no. them. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just, you know, it's experience. I am all for doing things mm. for the experience. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. And thinking of experiences... How do you decide what to do first? The easiest slash shortest <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> I actually, I am, um, I, I think it's getting things done, actually. That is mm-hmm. do the, the five minute thing. The, yes. Do the thing that takes you five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Do all the things that take five minutes or less. Yeah. That, I, I kind of stole that and was like, this is how I will start my day. Yeah. If it takes me less than 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I will just knock it out so I can put it on my to done list. Yeah. Yeah, and that is that is totally David Allen's getting things done right there. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I haven't taken anything else from getting this done. <laughs> <laughs> but I took that because it lets me feel like I've gotten things done even when I haven't. Or mm-hmm. it's when I'm having those low energy, low emotion, no mm-hmm. low motivation days, it's good to just knock some stuff out and say, Yes, I did these things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it lets me mm-hmm. feel like it's it's one of the uh writing. You know, mm-hmm. I have a friend who says, write three sentences. 
and then try and write more if you can. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you wrote three sentences. That's great. You got that done. Mm-hmm. But take it three sentences at a time. And that's how I do. That's how I decide most things. Is just, I'll do small chunks and then I'll try and do more. Mm-hmm. You awesome. Know, and that's that's the first thing I do. So yep. Sorry, I occasionally get distracted because your cat is rolling around on its back behind you. And oh, sure. Now, now, now she's behaving. But a minute ago, just flat out on her back, just spread eagled back there, and I'm like, "There's a belly waiting to be rubbed." Oh, um, and she hates it too. Our other mm-hmm. cat loves getting belly rubs, but Persephone hates it. So, so Persephone would is it's totally a trap, and if you do that, <laughs> you're going to lose skin. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you won't actually. She'll just be grumpy and squirm at you. Vasca, uh, our other mm-hmm. cat, will bite you and claw you and leave you bleeding okay so yeah and and then we have our torty who if you go if i go up and i rub her belly she continues to roll over so i can rub it more to the point where she's laying spread eagled on her back on the bed just like okay this is good um okay okay back on track back on track (laughs) back on track (laughs) no 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 it's not your fault you know, if the chickens were walking by, if it weren't nighttime right now, the chickens would walk by and be like, hold on for a second. What's going on, Dotson? You know, it's it's, it's a thing. Um, yeah. All right. Back on track. Where was I? Um, what is the best advice or feedback you've been given? Two things. Two things. Two things. One mm-hmm. is, is, is I, when I mentioned earlier, someone introduced me to fail faster. Mm-hmm. And that is that is one piece of advice that I've got that I've just latched onto. I never let go of. I love it. The other is mm-hmm. I am doing the best I can in any given moment. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> you know, I, looking back on it, I may think I could have done, no, I couldn't have done better. I did the best I could in any single moment. And I take that and I latch onto it and I tell other people it and I tell myself it. Because sometimes that's the only thing that gets me through the day. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is it's little things like this that is slowly but surely making this question my favorite. <laughs> right? I like the, the celebrating your success, and I really like to talk about handling failure, and we're about to get mm-hmm. to those. But yeah. I'm noticing just, just the depth of things that aren't just like platitudes or you know proverbs or whatever that are coming mm-hmm. out of the best advice and feedback over the years, and it's almost been two years now. Oh yeah, it's just been just been eye opening, mm-hmm. and this is one of those like I'm. It's like there's an epiphany. I am I'm doing the best I can at any given moment. Right. You know. Um, I run a mm-hmm. uh, a thing that is basically everybody every Friday come in talk to me about the things you've accomplished, the things you're having trouble with, the things, all the things, mm-hmm. and it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? You may not have had a great day. You mm-hmm. may not have had a great week. You may be struggling. Mm-hmm. You are doing the best you can and just tell yourself that Yeah. because sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like a platitude, but sometimes it can be what gets you through. Uh, absolutely. And sometimes there are going to be people there standing over you going, you can do better. And right. you know, you can, but maybe not right this second, not, not right this moment. Exactly. You know. Exactly. All right. Are you ready for the hard, the fun questions? The fun questions. All right. So uh, do you want success or failure first? actually don't care and i can't let's do failure first because it comes first in the alphabet okay (laughs) so so we'll do we'll do what has commonly been the the easy but sad question um 
how do you deal with failure when you miss a goal? I either feel like a garbage human or depending on the day, I mm-hmm. move forward and see what happens next. So <laughs> just like everybody else does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I wish I could give you a more original answer, but the fact is like, there are days where I just, I'm too tired mm-hmm. and too down and too exhausted and too low bandwidth to feel like I can move mm-hmm. forward. And then there are days where I'm like, okay, this is the thing that happened. I'm going to go try something else now. So it's, so it, the, the shorthand we would, I, I use all the time now for it is some days you have the spoons to move forward. Some days you don't. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I will use spoons occasionally as a mm-hmm. metaphor, but sometimes I use band. It really depends on the situation. Right. Right. So, yeah, but, but yeah. the person who wrote that article is has just changed how we discuss this sort of thing. It's though. true, it's so you know? true, right? Yeah, um, and we're find and we're finding it applies so many places, not just in mm-hmm. things like um, if I have if you have a, a disability or you have right. a, a chronic illness or you know, but it applies to uh, the amount of attention, your focus, your mm-hmm. decisions. The mm-hmm. decision fatigue is real because you only. Oh. Yeah, uh, and people don't realize it. And I was just, um, I was just reading up earlier today. A friend of mine's a first responder, and mm-hmm. he said, uh, you know, we've got alert syndrome. And I'm like, wait, alert syndrome? And there's actually um, a more formal name for it. I can't remember right now, mm-hmm. but it's because they're constantly on alert because they're always under that stress of it's- you know that it literally starts to destroy the body. Well, it's like hypervigilance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in a way, it's it's almost a hypervigilance where mm-hmm. you're always on and you're always tense and you're it's it's mm-hmm. it's like hypervigilance, it's like some forms mm-hmm. of anxiety. It's yeah. it's it, it can wreck you. And and by wreck, I I mean I knew this because it's some of the stuff I'm experiencing from being overstressed, right. but uh, you know, they're talking about things like uh, hypertension, high blood pressure, um, right. diabetes. Mm-hmm. I that one floored me a little bit that diabetes could be stress induced, um, but you know all of these all of these things that just uh, depression uh, and it, the list sort of went on and I'm like, okay, like I knew that these things were all interrelated. I didn't realize that stress could be like a single cause for them. The body is a fascinating and terrifying thing. Oh, well, I know that. I, I mean, I figured out some of that every time I get tattooed and like something on my the hip opposite the ankle that's getting tattooed mm-hmm. is starts to hurt. Like, why is my hip feel like it's getting needles driven into it? It's the ankle on the opposite side of my body. No, the body is wired together really weird, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, and then our brains, no one still, we still don't know what's going on all the way in there. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's a little scary and totally fascinating. All at the same time. All right? at the same time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that was straightforward. Let's talk about <laughs> celebrating our success. Do you celebrate your successes? Um, I am I am an impulsive person. Okay. So I will preemptively celebrate my success. <laughs> <laughs> I will be like, I want this thing. I'm going to mm-hmm. get this thing. And well, hopefully I will get the money to get this thing later. I, it's mm-hmm. a really bad habit. I don't recommend it. <laughs> there, There comes a point. I think for all of us, we realize, you know what? I'm an adult now. There's no one who, who can't, who can say, no, you're not allowed to have ice cream for dinner. And yep. so we have ice cream for dinner or, 
little things like that. But it also, I mean, there is that temptation to say, wow, my phone is really driving me up the wall and a new phone costs a lot of money, but I don't have very much money, but I need, I need a working phone. So I'll just go get the fanciest phone instead of, right? I mean, uh, here's the thing for mm-hmm. me is I, for a long time, I was the one, I, I was the person who had the income. Okay. So I had to be sure our bills were paid. And I am neurotic about this because there were some issues mm-hmm. in our, my past where we did not always have the money to pay for everything all at once. Right. And it scares me to this day to not have the right money. And that's, I, that's fair. At one point, and Ursula will tell you how kind of scary it was uh, between being out of work and, you know, the mess of my divorce and things. And, oh, God, the downturn in 2008, I almost lost the house. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was through some help from her and really good people at the bank and rolling around and and making some things happen that I was able to keep the house. But it was a near thing. Right. right? Our, um, and terrifying. Our Oh God, right? Yeah. I was, um, I'm 28 now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was 22, 23 mm-hmm. and my mom and I were living alone in a like five bedroom house that we could not afford right. that my mother didn't want to let go of because it was my childhood home and that yeah. house was falling apart. Yeah. Like I'm talking one room had no ceiling. That's yeah. That <laughs> didn't didn't necessarily have that problem here. I mean, the house is. Let's see, what is it? If it's 2019 now, then the house is. Uh, it'll be 20 years old in December, mm-hmm. right? So it was new when I bought it. It was much more of the of the the whole stress around the situation. And no, right. you know, if I don't have the money to pay the mortgage, where am I going to find the money to pay rent somewhere? Or right. you know, literally, it would be me, the cats, and Ursula in the car. Mm-hmm. And and my kids every other week, so yeah, yeah. And that that just doesn't fly. Yeah, no, we had that house, and my mm-hmm. mother couldn't pay her bills, and mm-hmm. uh, we were using my disability to help pay for it. And I wanted to move out, mm-hmm. but I couldn't make I couldn't save enough money to move out because I was I was also deep deep in my mental illness at that point, so right. I was impulsively doing all sorts of nonsense, and I couldn't bring myself to save the money and I couldn't bring myself to save money because my mom needed it. And it was just a whole big mess, but I have that impulse. Now I need to pay all my stuff off. So no matter how much Mm -hmm. I want to buy things and how much I will impulsively buy a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. on the third, my rent, my electric, my internet (laughs) all get paid at once. I have, I have all the auto draft set up so that it just, so that things like my car, my, the house payment. Now they just go over to the banks they belong to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. and then everything else mm-hmm. I can, I can fuck up as much as I want afterward <laughs> because like, we'll, we'll find a way to get groceries. Mm-hmm. Right. I have been lucky enough that I have always found a way to get groceries Yeah, and pay the cats, but like pay the cats, nah, pay the cats. <laughs> pay <for> the cats. <laughs> Persephone, come here, baby. I'll give you the head. <laughs> the li- I'll give you the head of my little bird friend. The little, little fidget toy you have there. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, it's just I I do I do impulse buy and I do celebrate mm-hmm. my successes in all manner of ways, but I try and do it responsibly these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and now I'm getting I'm working a little bit more in writing and I'm getting paid for stuff that I'm ri- I've written, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm getting a ta- I'm going to hopefully get a tattoo at some point. All right. And that's going to be my big thing. Mm. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. I, I'm getting the money now that I can do that. And that's going to be my big success celebration. Thing. There you go. So, yeah. To bring it back around. Be, be careful because you hit the point I'm at and you're just like, yeah, I'm budgeting $300 every month just to go <laughs> get the piece I'm working on done. Right. You know, I, I want something very small. And actually the thing I want is kind of, um, advice slash might fall under that feedback slash Mm -hmm. uh, find a way to rise Mm -hmm. always you know it's 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 from a lyric it he finds a way to rise somehow and i want that on me because i want a reminder that i can always make it up right i can always get up again uh yeah um well that's the proclaimers but um that's (laughs) pretty Claimers, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Yeah, Never going to knock me down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know the, uh, the find a way to rise uh, off the top it's of my a, head. It's a he finds a way to rise. Now it's a Dessa lyric. Okay. He. It's, I'm not expecting. I, I just threw my thing. I'm not expecting you to know. I'm just. For, for, no, 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 no. Well, no, because what I'm going to want to do is I'm going to want to find it on YouTube and link it. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the reaction to uh, the 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 poem that Seraphim Mm -hmm. did on their interview has just been amazing. And I'm like, if a good lyric is a good lyric. Yeah. Right. So I, yeah, I agree. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's something that I've, I've been fiddling around with tattoos on and off Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what I wanted for ages. And that's the thing that stuck with me because I wanted, I am, I have old self harm scars. Right. And uh, I wanted on that arm to, as a reminder to like, Mm -hmm. don't fuck up the art. For one. Right. And remember that you can, you will be okay. You, you know, you will, you will rise. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Just be careful. It's, it's sometimes it's like a Lay's potato chip. You can't get just one. Oh, I have no doubt in my mind that that's how it's going to go. I I have a slight addictive personality. I have many issues. <laughs> I have a slightly addictive personality. Yeah. So I'm I'm not going to be surprised if this comes if this comes as a way to treat myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Right. You know. And then suddenly it's no longer a treat. It's like, well, I have this really big art piece I want. It's going to take a right. year to get done, so we just might as well get started on it. Yeah. The longer I wait, the longer until it's done. <laughs> And, you know, it's also one of those things where I have, I struggled with tattoos a little bit too, because mm-hmm. it's one of, it's such a visual thing. Right. I felt like I wasn't allowed to have it for a while. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gatekeeping it's, again. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's all internal. It's very much a, there's, I mean, I, I'm sure you've heard it, the don't self-reject thing. Yes. Uh, I, I apply that to my life. Ursula was yelling at me about job, about applying for jobs. Don't self-reject on a job you haven't applied for yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So no, it's a thing. It, um, and it's, I love it. It's, it's something that I've embraced with my whole heart because mm-hmm. why, why do it? When, <laughs> you know, if you're going to get rejected, let someone else reject you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, don't, don't do it to yourself. Everyone else is willing to do it for you. And, and, and some of them are, are gleeful about it. Those right. bastards. Uh, yep. <laughs> no, you've got it right. Yeah. That's everything. Woo-hoo! Yeah. We survived. We did. Uh, where can we find you on, on the web on if you Twitter. want to be found? If you don't want to be found, we don't have to do this. You know? No, no, no. I'm fine. I don't mind being found. Mm-hmm. I am on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at uh, How Sweet the Word. 
And uh, I am uh, I have a website which is also linked on the Twitter, which is also how sweet the word with an S. So how sweet the words. <laughs> and um, that's also my Instagram. And yes, that's me. Well, that that I makes have, my notes really easy. I, yeah, I figured. That's <laughs> honestly why I did because it's so easy to. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a story coming out, but I just got the okay to let people know about today. So okay. it is in Factor 4 magazine mm-hmm. and it is coming out on uh, the fifth issue. So that'll be coming out. It's a little story about gods and being eaten. So when is issue five due out? I think it's due out in April. Okay. It, that's, I, uh, that's, we were trying to figure it out. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's in April. So. Um, that is the thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. I have some stories out in a couple of different things and they're forthcoming in a couple of other things, but mm-hmm. I don't have the okays for that yet. So you can't talk about uh, them yet. I understand. I can't, talk, I can't talk about some of them. I do have a story in a broken metropolis, which is an issue of queer urban fantasy. I, I think I was seeing something about that recently. I just yeah. don't remember where I am. I'm, I'm in that it's a broken metropolis, queer tales of a city that never was. Who was who, who? Who was promoting? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go look it up now because it's That's like fine. I remember. Yeah. I remember hearing about it. Now I just can't remember where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That was my. That was my first publication, actually. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Congratulations. Really yeah. And uh, I um I have the uh, disabled people through story science fiction. I have an essay in that. Oh, excellent! I know I have my copy from. Was it last year's or this year's Kickstarter on its way? Yeah. So. So. I, I, I'm in that too. So I'm in mm-hmm. random things and I'm slowly carving a career out for myself. <laughs> and that's, that's how it works. Writing. Honestly, right? that's how it works. Writing. Yep. He says, watching his wife do it, watching friends do it. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I wanted to do something that would make me happy. And also that doesn't impact my disability. So there you go. <laughs> because as as scary as it is to depend mm-hmm. on that that's my main form of income right now yeah so yeah. if you want to commission me for a tarot reading or anything please feel free <laughs> i have links on the website there you go all right um v this has been absolutely fantastic oh i'm so glad yeah and um thank you very much for your time mm-hmm. and uh for the people at home we will be right back Toodaloo. Well, I'm back. Uh, Ursula is not appearing on these episodes because she's busy packing at this point. Anyway, uh, I had a great time talking to V, and I want to thank them for their time. It was absolutely a great conversation, and I was really glad to be able to have it. So, the moment you've all been waiting for, this week's badge code. For those of you who don't know, we issue Mozilla Open Badges. They are images with a little bit of metadata to say how you earned them. It's pretty cool, and it's used by educational institutions and museums and apparently podcasts. So this week's code is FACTOR4, 
uh, all one word, factor, and then the number four, in honor of V's magazine debut, as it were. And there's that. Uh, you can enter that code anywhere at the bottom of a page, I think, on the Productivity Alchemy website to get the badge. And there are other badges you can get by listening to episodes, as well as some special badges and all that good stuff. The other thing to mention uh, while we are gone is you can support this podcast and all the other podcasts we do by supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ursula V. Not only do you know you will be supporting the podcast, this podcast, you will be supporting the Hidden Almanac and Kevin and Ursula Cheap, and you also get all of the T. Kingfisher self-published works for free as part of that Patreon subscription, so you probably want to check that out. The other thing you can do to support us is you can uh, buy me a coffee, ko-fi.com slash ksunny. It is, uh, you know, I'm, like I said last episode, I am fueled by coffee, nicotine, and sleep deprivation, uh, probably more so on the trip. Uh, we'll tell you more about that when we know and when we get back. So there's all that. And if you can't support us financially, that's cool. It's really cool. Uh, thank you for listening. Share it with your friends. Uh, like it on Facebook, all that groovy stuff. And that's it for this week. So we will talk to you next week. And remember, folks, stay productive. <laughs>